Welcome to Ziggy Gets It Wrong, a Quantum Leap podcast. I'm your host, Brian Levy. That's your host, Evan the Mayor. Hey. And over there, your other host, looking like he's coming from April 1st, 1969. Nice. Casey the Casey. Howdy. <laughs> yes, this was a very nice episode. Nice. April 1st, 1969. Nice. Hey, you guys want to hear what the, what the top movies at the box office were? Yes. yes. I've never heard of any of these. Oh, what a lovely war. <laughs> Directed by written Richard Attenborough. Vietnam. Let's go. <laughs> Opening this summer. It's Vietnam, exclamation point. <laughs> Vietnam, where the wind comes sweeping down the patties. And it brings you Agent Orange and you die. <laughs> All neat and black stockings. Directed by Christopher Mur- Morahan, Starring Victor Henry, Susan George, Jack Shepard, and Claire Kelly. I think Susan George is in Star Trek. I think she... Mm. Yeah, I think she was a Star Trek actress. Goodbye, Columbus, directed by Larry Pierce, starring Richard Benjamin, Ali McGraw, Jack Klugman, and Nan Martin. You've never seen Goodbye, Columbus? I have not. It's a Philip Roth uh, story. Um, Ali McGraw uh, is hot. H-O-T-T hot in that movie. It's about Jews uh, and fucking. Cool. Uh, Let's see. Machine Gun McCain, directed by uh, Giuliano Montaldo. Uh, the life story of Senator John McCain. <laughs> Starring John, it, it ends with him in a cage. John Cassavetes, Britt Eklund, Peter Falk, and Gabrielle Ferzetti. Britt Eklund was Sammy Davis Jr.'s white wife. Okay. Uh, and then finally, Sam Whiskey, starring Burt Reynolds. Never heard of it, but I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> Sam Whiskey. It's a, it's a Western, starring yeah. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, uh, I'm Sam. Uh, Sam Whiskey. <laughs> hey, you, got a, you got a horse for me? Uh, we're... Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're uh, uh, here to uh, do some Western stuff. That's our, that's our terrible um, <laughs> Burt. Burt. <laughs> Norm Macdonald as Burt Reynolds. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, I'd All like right. to start this week's show by being super excited about the fact that I was in New York this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at, yeah, don't date the material, Brian. Well, at 30 Rock at NBC uh, Studios in New York. Oh, yeah. And they do uh, still have pictures of Scott Pacula and Dean Stockwell in, in Quantum Leap in the lobby. Nice. So pretty exciting stuff for me. And you got a... Uh... I, I, t- I took a picture of that and got yelled at and was told, hey... No pictures. No pictures. You can buy this poster in the gift shop. Oh. Hey. Oh. With no pictures here. So why no pictures? Uh, security stuff. That's dumb. Hey, it's a brave new world. Sure. All right. Getting uh, onto the episode, MIA, starring Dean Stockwell and no one else. Yeah. At least th- at May 9th, 1990. Oh, okay. Well, this... We should probably also say what happened on May. Whatever, we'll do that later. No, that's not that's not <laughs> that's not important. Yeah, uh, this is the season finale for the second season. Um, I thought it was important just to do this one alone, so we can do the next two together. Yeah, we kind of botched it with the end of season one by coupling that with the end of season one and the beginning of yeah. season two in episode four of I, uh, or I, five. I sometimes I think I think it I think it's uh, situational. And that's where I think Brian will come in handy because he <laughs> knows everything about the show. I know, and uh, this... he knows that the next episode is a two parter. Yes, so that is important to talk about together. Sure. Whereas sometimes, like you have that cliffhanger mm-hmm. at the end of a season, and then the season premiere, the next season is kind it of just important. didn't matter. Season one, will... season two, season one's nine episodes. Yeah, yeah this and one's twenty two or something. Yeah, like boy, they made a lot of TV shows. Sure did. Uh, this episode, the plot line is trash, but it, it basically in. it just completely leads up to a scene 
that I think everyone would agree is masterful. It is. I disagree with the episode being trash. I think it's it's pretty terrible. bad. <laughs> I really enjoy it because because of what's so in the this mythology. One, the yeah, mythology. Of the well, episode. no, that, not even the mythology because the mythology is character development. I yeah, I really like the character stuff that's in it because of this. Oh, so I, I think it's important to run down actually the synopsis for the episode. So Sam leaps into a cop. In and San Diego, California. Yes. April oh, 1st. no, no, no. I'm a woman again. Oh, boy. Uh, right. Yeah. I can't believe he just doesn't know as soon as he gets there. <laughs> he can't tell that he is a dick. Right. Well, remember, <laughs> he is himself. That, this is true. This is true. That's so there's all kinds of weird things. Uh, that but, make sense. But the actual plot of the episode, you never see. Because what happens is Al tr- just fucking hijacks yeah. the entire shit. No, this, is, like, this is the one episode where Ziggy gets a pass. Cause, cause no, I no, I disagree. No, Ziggy's never even asked. No, no, he. There's a line that I, we'll we'll get to it later. But so anyway, Al, Al decides that we're not going to actually figure out what the leap is. We're only going to ask Ziggy about my stuff, right? And then hijinks and stuff. Uh, which his <laughs> stuff is. Al's wife is about. Al's to, wife. Al's wife is about to meet a new. Uh, a, a new man while Al is locked up as an MIA in Vietnam. Uh, the actual leap is the fact that Al, uh, Sam has leapt into a cop who is about to get gunned down because of some His sloppy partner. because of some sloppy police work. Uh, Sam kills two people in this uh, episode. <laughs> takes a pump shotgun. A- <laughs> fucking ter- an episode, a scene right out of Terminator. He rips two people to pieces with a shotgun. I was like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Uh, I'm almost positive this is not the first time Sam's killed someone. I think he killed that French guy when they were on the train to Niagara Falls. Yeah, I think Did he pushed he? him off the train. Oh. Yeah, remember when he shoot somebody at po- like near point blank <laughs> range in the middle of a bar. Because he's trying not to screw that lady, but then her French gun-running husband shows up. And, right, he throws him off the, the train. And then I think in played against Seymour... Uh, he where he's the Humphrey Bogart guy. I think he also shoots someone. That's. I think it's fair to say that Sam takes more. Uh, he's more hesitant to make love to a lady than he is to kill a man. I like that you use "make love" because it because, is the '80s, and that's well, the only way they talk. Also, about yeah, it. it's the boomer writing it. it yeah. We we must adhere to the language of the show. Okay, <laughs> I, I I cringe every time. Like when like it maybe he's like, "You want to make love." And she's like, what? I'm just trying to fuck, but also that kid's back there. First Um, of all, it's called Make Whoopi. So, but I think this episode is really interesting because Al's like the bad guy in this episode. Flat out. being very selfish. Do we even know if the the replacement husband is a dick? Well, he kind of seems like it. I mean, he seems like a rich dick, but I don't, I mean, is he a wife beater? Like, what's the story there? No, I just think he's not Al. You know, right. I, I think he's yes. I think he's not Al is just being exceptionally selfish. I think he's not just like a neglectful husband mm. like Al was. So, there's <laughs> something we kind of kind of skipped over a little bit. The when he when Sam leaves in to the cop, right, he's dressed up as a woman. And for for some reason, there's no explanation for why they had to be dressed as a woman. But then he's like they were on an undercover shot. stakeout. Yeah. Dresses women like I don't think undercover sure. cops do that. Uh, it was very clear. That undercover women up. cops do, Casey. <laughs> well, and then when, then when he looks in the reflective surface and realizes that he's a man dressed as a woman, I would be like, what the, what am I doing? And then two guys, 
to, to the bad guys of the episode run out and then almost kill Sam. Yep. And it's like one of the times that saying "oh boy" was actually warranted because yeah. he, yeah. he had guns pointed. He at him. freezes and then fit, and then his partner saves his ass. Uh, speaking of his partner, do you know who he is? I, I didn't bother to look it up, but I know he's been in a ton of I, shit. I looked it up and I could not figure he's out. He's in like who, Chicago Fire from. or something. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. That. like all the Chicago shows: a but doctor, a, fi- a firefighter, and a cop. Evan, you and he have something in common. His name is Jason Beg Beeg Beghe Beghe Begay um, Begay. You are both labeled. As suppressive persons. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. He, he quit Scientology. He quit Scientology. If okay. you watch the Going Clear documentary on HBO, yep. this guy yep. is yep. Skaggs yep. is very vocal against Scientology. This is why we have Brian. Uh, well, I, mean, I, I know I completely I, it, like I just did. I suppressed that memory. Yeah, I, I totally. Well, no, remember. I mean I knew who he was. Like I could look. I mean I think you can look at him and be like. Chicago Fire. But he's been a very vocal yeah. opponent of the Church of Scientology. Yeah, him and the guy from Crash. Yeah. Whatever his name was. That movie sucks. Uh, the, the, there are a bunch of Star Trek um, connections in this episode. The guy who played Dirk, he might be a dick because he did mind rape Deanna Troy once. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean... Should be noted that the suspect in the beginning of the episode was shot in the stomach, and then they stand him up to be handcuffed. I was like, "Damn!" I think you learn from Reservoir Dogs that you can just live for yeah. hours yeah. With, when your gut shot. Yeah, and uh, then uh, uh, Skaggs has his. I just stared at that baby. So I stared at that baby when I was in Vietnam, and then there's another baby, and he starts staring at the baby. Staring at that baby. It's almost like that story was going to mean something. Yeah. This, uh, this show is very, very good at uh, telegraphing shit. It's yeah. well, blatantly. It's, it's that episodic '80s stuff. They're just there to tell it. it they're short stories, yeah. and like you got to get that set up in. You got to get that Chekhov's gun ready to go. Yeah. You know. Oh, th- th- let me tell you the story about the baby. Next scene. Here's this baby. <laughs> you know. <laughs> of course, that baby's gonna come up again. So there's there's two things we probably should get out of the way before Please. we continue. Um, so the official prediction, according to Al, is that Ziggy says that you're here to stop a woman from making the biggest mistake of her life. Big numbers. Odds totally on our side. percent. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, Al's wardrobe uh, is a some sort oh, of yeah. weird purple <laughs> dress-up shirt with like... I don't know what kind of gra- black graphics on it. He's wearing a silver tie. I wrote every- purple pattern, gray shirt, yes. pants, and a very shiny silver tie. Uh, and another brooch, which with some weird pattern. It, it, it looked like Doctor Strange's window. Should Another metric we should be keeping track of is when Sam becomes topless. It happened at nine minutes, 30 seconds in this episode. Oh, good call. I yes. like that. I like that. <laughs> when he starts showing off the, uh, the lingerie. The chest. That, oh, I, I, like, I told, like, it was so organic. I, I like, did. You know, it. it's interesting, though. We, we talk about Al's look every week. I love the costuming and makeup on. No, no, no. On Dean Stockwell for this episode because sure. he gets progressively shabbier and like yes. more stressed out <laughs> and like, he's, like, running, he's running around like stalking his ex-wife yeah <laughs> yeah he's and, he had just won he had just been nominated for an oscar and married to the mob no yes no yes no that movie's horrible that's a great movie it is not it sure it is with we, uh, we, what's her nuts we uh michelle pfeiffer it's bad we should revisit that's a good movie okay. Michael, uh, well, he's, he's the heavy in that movie right uh yeah okay He's the mom. So, so you mentioned that Al is basically stalking his ex-wife. So I'm watching this with my wife, mm. and she just casually points out, 
So in the in the opening sequence, they mentioned that they're linked via brainwaves. So how is Al able to like be elsewhere? Oh, I don't know. Well, exactly. Once like, they figure out where Sam is, they you know Ziggy z- center me on. Yeah, you yeah. know they can kind of they'll start to pick out who they can go and look and at. And so who's so who's watching Al? Like, is there anybody like? Uh, you will eventually see that room. They've got a staff of about five at Project Quantum. So no, no one like is like, hey, Al, what what are you doing? What, He's talking to doing? well, Gushy. Gushy's there. <laughs> Gushy's not like, hey, what, what are you doing? Um. No, Gushy, think about, so there's sometimes in Next Generation, because I think it's a pretty, they're, they're contemporary shows for the most part, um, where a character will act completely fucking bonkers. You know, still in character, but like the character is acting bonkers. And none of their friends are ever like, Hey, okay. man, yeah, you doing all right? <laughs> like, so I assume, but there's always conversations amongst the other crew about how, boy, Dr. Crusher sure is acting like a fucking whack job this week, right? <laughs> they never actually ask. So I assume in Nevada, in Project Quantum Leap, Gushy is talking to whatever uh, whatever Sam's wife's name is, and they're just like, Al's been being weird this week, right? <laughs> this is you just never see that because you're always on Sam. There is a whole other. Trust me, there is a whole other show happening. Gushy has bad breath. And, yeah, you know. I, I'm I'm very sad that there was never like this should be the spinoff. A show. spinoff. <laughs> it's just like a comedy. Uh, yeah. Gushy's leap. So is this the only time that so far that we've seen Al with any sort of like? facial like he had stubble like it was very clear like you mentioned as progressively he gets more yeah and more disheveled and as i noticed this is a really point, hard leap for me he's like sweating and he's got like a five o'clock shadow going on and usually he's pretty like you know he you know he's a navy up. man he yeah. he, sh- he shaves uh, also but he didn't today he likes he likes the ladies so he likes to look good he shaves um also the only episode where he's not like a huge perv uh yeah, I, I found that to be a little disingenuous because, like, he's she's so the only woman I ever loved, Sam. The only one. Uh, no, it's... but it makes sense now. Like, he came back, and then he's like, "Well, I don't have the love of my life." So, <laughs> Billy the and head. I'm gonna go <laughs> just go screw around. Uh, yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, it, it's it's a little cheap. I don't think you would write that in 2019, but I think it, it, it works for the time. And it's again, it's I, I just think in. Like, like I love comparing the show to Star Trek in, in, in a lot of ways. The way that guys in the original series came home and wrote about World War II because, you know, that, that's where they were there. A lot of these guys on Quantum Leap, they got to deal with the Vietnam shit because they were there. It's it's happening. The MIAs in 90 are beginning to come home. Uh, Vietnam has just admitted that they exist. Like, that sort of shit. Um, <laughs> there's also uh, also one of my problems with this episode. Sam was completely the authority. Like, come on, let's go. Let's go drug bust some hippies for smoking pot. And Al is like, what are you going to do? Bust some kids for smoking pot? Or are you going to help this lady not get laid? <laughs> like, Sam, there's this burn- be a cock <laughs> There's this burn ward unit nurse. It's our job to make her miserable. For oh, let's talk week. about Dirk's mom or whatever his name is. I see. I love that shit because <laughs> how, did, how did she just they just wound up on the beach together? <laughs> uh, time wants to fix itself. Right, right. Uh, and I love that because it just hints that like. And they never explain it. It's just Sam's like, it must be God. The end. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of pointing at the sky and saying him in this episode. Right. It's just but, like they But here's what confuses me. It. Al basically says that the devil is involved, you know, because 
What, well, the devil acting, is Al gotta, is acting out. I don't think he's. This is not canon. I don't think that no, the devil canon. is at play. Yo, oh, um, that, that part. Yeah, you like, know what? Just, Al is just going off his rocker because you he's don't like, know that. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, you don't not, know that. Not yet. <laughs> you don't know that because there are evil leapers we have yet to encounter. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> but, see you soon, Jimmy. Oh. You don't One of those know that. things I wish I didn't know because I didn't know until Brian pointed at it, like mentioned this. And now, like, I'm just looking for it. Like, right. kind of want it to be a surprise. But, all right, so let's get... Oh, it, trust me. It's a compo- it comes out of nowhere. There is no actual foreshadowing to the evil leaders. Okay. Like, everything, <laughs> like everything else in the series. Right. It's an episodic 1980s television Well, I was going to say, because we, we're not heavy on canon in this show, it's all kind of bottle episodes for the most part. This is one of, like, the five most important pieces of canon, this whole... Um, Best thing. This episode is actually referred, but apparently they specifically referred to events in this episode in the finale. Uh, apparently. Which is why I asked if they, if they had Georgia on my mind and stuff and what you watch. The, the music is perfect in this episode. Yeah, it's great. The, um, and, and like you said, we, we can't get away without talking about the last scene. Well, that, I think we but, should spend the entire bef- rest of this show talking about the last scene. Before we get to that, yeah. one thing I, I did, one of the few notes that I made was during the drug bust scene where Sam is dressed up undercover as like a hippie he's chant he's going oh yeah doing his little man yeah. this little chant so and then someone's like i like that i'm, I'm gonna use is that. the idea that oh Sam, he invented ohm yes he O-H-M. invented that as a, i, I yes. missed that yes he's like like i don't i he looks like he was in the beat i don't know like, he looks yeah, like he i don't know the what Beatles. the fuck that was and he's like oh <laughs> is the idea that sam invented Om. the hari krishnas yes, i'm almost positive of, uh, that he didn't i don't know what he was yeah i don't get it but again another instance of sam like inventing some shit yeah. well, i'm surprised they didn't give us a hey charlie manson what are you doing over here bud right, see right, you right. Uh, hanging out with the beach boys right um so yeah so the last scene um, th- th- this whole episode was written around this scene. It, th- oh, th- all totally. the shit was just like, all right, we're gonna give Al this huge scene uh, where he's crying. I'm crying. So, but before, so what happens is before that scene, they kind of figure out like it took Sam the entire episode to realize, oh, Al's a piece of shit and telling me to do the wrong thing. I gotta go save my partner who's about to get shot. Which he d- does murders by murdering two, two people. <laughs> two, murders two people. For some reason, there's a baby in the bar. There's a baby. Because, because the, the Skags had to be distracted because somehow. Because, because plot. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> so then <laughs> they're standing outside. And, and How come we haven't leaped yet? How come we haven't leaped? Oh, I, th- I think the big well, man Al, is I think God, I think God's really happy with those murders I just yeah, did. Yeah. And he'd really like he you to He wants to, to re- reward you by being able to dance with your, your, your ex-wife. You have three minutes and 12 seconds, the length <laughs> of Georgia on my mind, oh to my dance God. with your wife. It was a real ghost scene, right, um, from the movie Ghost. When did Ghost come out? And when did this come out? Right around. I bet it was you. It around the same time? I, it had to be. Maybe. Maybe yeah. Um, I would think that today, one of, the, one of the little problems I had, and I got to give credit to both uh, Al and the lady who played Beth. Oh, Beth was, Beth was the colony supervisor who gets murdered by the crystalline entity on that episode of Next Generation, by the way. Um, they really tried hard not to touch each other. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't manage and to get that done. They didn't. And at a certain point, I think that this this scene had been made today. Like you would have seen, like the little dips into Al's hologram and yeah, shit. Yeah. But they just weren't doing that back then. Nah. Either way, Dean Stockwell just opens up his chest. Oh my god! Pours out his heart. He's crying, and it is. It's amazing. It's really like good. you don't think like when you think about sh- shows from like this era. Yeah, you don't necessarily Cheesy. you think cheese. You think. Real, 
uh, you, you think, you know, that there is no chance for this kind of character development. My, th- my, my last three notes on this episode were sci-fi made me cry. Al made the leap. The leap was for Al. The leap was for Al. Because the Ghost came out uh, several months after this episode, July 13th, 1990. Huh. All right. And so uh, glad I have the episode. But I guess among the Hollywood types, like they knew they knew someone shopped this shit around. The, preview, the like, previews had already been them. released. Nah, this is just parallel development. It happens. Yeah, it happens. So we uh, call that convergent evolution in science. Oh, parallel development. Like when the Doom Patrol, a bunch of misfits led by a guy in a wheelchair comes out two months before the X-Men about a bunch of misfits <laughs> with a guy in the chair. They were they were both working on this at the same time. Cool. Swamp Thing, Man Thing, that sort of stuff. Man Thing, Swamp Thing. Okay. Um, so I really like this episode. I'm very excited for you guys to see. I started to watch uh, uh, the following, and I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, give, oh, this, this, I'll give it a few notes without talking about it. This episode I, does not end with a leap. Oh. Right? Doesn't well, it, Al, I think they, Al leaps out. Oh, and, yes. And then Beth says, Al? Yeah. And then credits. Like, well, I, I, and don't answer this question, but does that affect the timeline? Don't answer that question. I would th- that doesn't affect the timeline. Well, no. shit. So she still marries the dick? Uh, trust me, there's something that happens three seconds later it, that she... In her perspective, something happens three seconds after that that changes the timeline. So don't worry about it. Huh. Okay. Uh, right. Looking forward what, to so, learning. So you both really love this episode. I thought outside that. No, last no, scene, I didn't really love the episode. I just love that scene. Okay, I that think scene there's a great. lot to like it. I, I think there's. I a lot thought to like. it was really dumb because, um, so it took me the it took me a while, and I had to ask you whether or not we are supposed to know Al's last name because early in the episode, you find out Beth's last name. And yeah. you're like, okay, well, duh, like, it's his wife. Like, how did you not figure this out? But, again, Sam doesn't remember because Swiss cheese brain. Yeah, it's, it's not But your it's ju- a lot of, like, Al's really acted weird. And so, okay, like, it, it's very telegraphed. I, th- I, I think, I mean, I forget. I just know Al's name, so I'm, like, not paying attention to when you learn it. I bet you you'll learn it in the, in the pilot. Like, you've heard it before. Yeah, At some point when he's at that Senate hearing, again, the the uh, yeah. Niagara the Niagara train, yeah. like, they call him Admiral Calavici. Huh. You, you know it. Yeah. So, but, but Sam apparently doesn't remember or whatever, and it doesn't pick up on the obvious hints that Al is... Uh, so, as I'm saying this, and this is an interesting not... thing because in 2019, are we supposed to be looking for a twist when the twist when they're just laying it all out for you? Like, yeah. holy shit, look at what Al's doing. While yeah. meanwhile, Skag's about to get killed. I think you're supposed to think, how is Sam going to solve this? How's he going to get himself out of this one? Right. Like, you know, like, I don't think they're hiding any. You're, you know what's happening in this episode, I think. So, uh, yeah. But it's dumb that Sam doesn't. <laughs> He's supposed to be one of the smartest men in the world. Well, I think that's where the tension is, is that Sam doesn't. Like, you know, like, oh, my God, so much stuff is going wrong. And then all of a sudden he busts through that door (laughs) and, like, you know, puts some scatter shots into those guys. Well, that's what's weird to me about his character is that he's such a Pollyanna and whatnot and then rolls into a bar and blows away two people. This is at least the fourth or fifth people, persons he's killed. Yes, correct. And then there's no, like, repercussions. No, the the pause is like, oh, man, I just killed somebody. Oh, holy shit. You want to see Sam uh, kill some people? Wait for next week. Oh. Wait for the next episodes. Oh. But it's okay. It's all right. Honestly, there. You know, the Geneva Convention says it's okay. Yeah. Uh, in the first few moments of the following episode, episode uh, one of season three, I enjoyed thoroughly that he's standing in the middle of a field and can tell what month it is by the smell. <laughs> how far did you? How far did you get into this? I had like ten minutes. Okay. I. I, I so you, all right. So you know where he is. Yes. Wow. 
Do you know where he is? I no idea. Don't I am me. so these next two are like this is right about where like the Levy family came into Quantum Leap. Oh, I, re- I remember watching this episode these at home. immediately employs my favorite trope of uh, television of old, the split screen yes. with the same actor on yes. both sides interacting with each other. Yes. That's great. Uh, oh, don't. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I think I know who this is. Well, well, you'll you'll find out. Uh, and you'll find out on the next thing gets it wrong. Scott Bakula will sing. Good news. This is like, this is, a, is it, I mean, these are just next two. Like, there's so much fun 90s shit in both of these things. Um, Tia Carrera is going to be in them. All right. We will see you next time on Ziggy Gets Wrong, a Quantum Leap podcast. Oh, boy.